Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to be talking about an interesting analogy that I thought of when, you know, uh, interacting with people that interact on my Facebook page and my TikTok and what have you and talking to, you know, other other human beings in the universe. And um, this is that <laughs> um, women feel younger. So I posted an article about how women mourn the loss of the young mother identity as their children grow up. And I've talked about that, I think, before on the podcast. So when your kids are young, you're still like a young mother. It's all potential, you know, like you're building your family, you're figuring out like what kind of mother you're going to be, what kind of family you're going to have and your rituals and your routines and you're making memories and all this stuff that goes along with being in this stage of having very young kids. You may even have more kids coming and that's all potential. Every baby is potential. Potential, you have no idea what that child will be like. It's all very exciting. When you're done having kids and the children are growing and they hit about the, you know, elementary school, middle school years, and you see kind of almost the halfway point that they may be leaving the house in another, you know, X amount of years with X being equal to how old they are, you know, or somewhere halfway between, such as like nine years old and they leave at 18, you know, you start to see that's kind of like the midlife of your parenting then, you know, or if you're parenting kids at home, then many women get very depressed and they get upset. And so I posted an article about this and why, and I've also posted about like why your wife gets so sad when the kids are growing up. And I think I did a podcast on that too. Well, a lot of it is that you don't get to be that young woman anymore with these just playful, cuddly kids that are really positive and their faces light up with Disney trips and with basically any fucking thing. You could bring home a box and they're just so happy about it, etc. Well, the equivalent seems to be that for men, having a young woman who acts playful and enthusiastic and cuddly is a lot like having a young child is to a woman in that it makes him feel like a young man. It makes him feel like a young uh, man who still has some potential, who's almost at the beginning in some way of life, or certainly not at mid or or later than midlife. And it makes him feel very good about himself, which is, I think, why you know, there's many, many reasons why men would like younger women. They don't all like younger women. Many, many of most of my guys actually that I work with that are my clients date very age appropriate women. But, but, of course, you know, they, all of them, many of them that struggle with a lack of a sex life are also struggling with this lack of this playful enthusiasm. And I talk about this in the age is not just a number and my most recent podcast or post or when I said, um, your kids are allowed to grow up, so why isn't your wife? And when I posted that, the comments on that also, you know, made me think about today's topic here. And by the way, of course, you should subscribe. It went on a little long without me telling you to subscribe. But if you do subscribe for $5.99 a month, you get like 116 or so uh, podcast episodes and that you wouldn't otherwise get, including most recently, is it all about the orgasm? Yes and no. But anyway, going back to the topic at hand, the men seem to get mad at women for not allowing the man to be kind of the young, virile guy that he still wants to be. And I'm not condescending in any way to men. I mean, I, like it's like for a woman being with a baby, you know, being with a small child. Like you would still 
you would still be that young mother. You're still in that different role that you may have liked a lot more than, you know, being a midlife woman that has most of the young child stuff behind her. But you can't just keep the kids little, you know, like you you really can't. I read a sci-fi short story where like it was like the forever baby or something. Somebody tell me what this is and then I'll cite it in my description. But anyway, the idea was that these people never liked their babies growing up. So then they came up with forever babies. But then after like a decade or something, people would start abandoning them by the side of the road because they just couldn't deal with the baby anymore. Well, anyway, you know, (laughs) so of course we can't have a forever baby, nor would people really want it. But it's a known thing that that is a stage that many women idealize and look back at fondly and get all sad about that it's not there anymore. And it's really, really analogous to how men look back at the honeymoon stage. And so it's not just about like, you know, their wife not being like young and playful and excited and bright eyed and bushy tailed anymore. Um, Because frequently the women are still having sex and everything and they are still being loving, but they're just being like loving midlife women. And this isn't everybody. There's a lot of obviously very self-actualized, highly evolved men that are super accepting of aging and their changing identity and their wife's changing identity. However, there are also men that struggle deeply with aging and mortality and losing this identity. And it's totally normal, you know, to, to struggle with that. And, and I, I was watching this movie, Fences, which is a great movie, the other day. Um, and he said, and, oh, I don't want to spoil it. See, <laughs> see, it's like, I don't want to spoil it for you. But if you watch Fences, then, then you'll, you'll see what I mean about this. But anyway, so men want to be with these kind of younger, like happy, excited versions of their wife, which is sometimes what they get on vacation, maybe, or when she has a couple drinks or like after they just start couples counseling and she's all like, you know, excited again about, you know, the prospect of him finally working on being an asshole. So then she's going to work on the sex life or, you know, whatever. And so, um, you know, they, they miss being that guy. They miss being the guy that can make the joke and the wife hasn't heard it 47 times. So she still laughs at it, you know, and she's just so excited to see him and she's just bouncing around because she's like fucking 25 years old. And all she has to do is bounce around. And this is, I think it's helpful to some men who commented that the post that I wrote about, um, what, like you should let your wife, why are your kids allowed to grow up, but not your wife? Many men reached out to me. Actually, I was surprised because I thought that men might be defensive about that one. Of course, on Facebook they were, but privately, you know, some men reached out in the comments of, on the blog, which is not as much of a garbage fire and, uh, via email and said that it really helped them because these people that reached out said that they, that they, ironically, that their wives, they feel, try to keep the teenage kids too young because they don't want the kids to grow up, because they're anxious at the prospect and the lo- of, of the loneliness when the kids leave the house. But then they made the connection via the article that I wrote, um, and they said, I'm really doing the same thing. I'm wanting her to be as sexual, as excited, as adventurous as she was at the beginning, but she's just not. She's older. She's at a different stage, just like my kid is at a different stage getting ready to go off for college so he doesn't want to hang out and do family night, you know, anymore the same way. So it is. it can be a really interesting moment of self-reflection to think as a man 
you know, what do I think? What do I feel when my wife gets all teary eyed and upset about the children growing up? Yeah, I feel bad for her. I do. But would I ever say to my son, why don't you just, how about you just put a diaper on? You know, I mean, but come on, it's just for a little bit. You know, put it, here's a rattle, here's a diaper. And, you know, just like, can you pretend not to talk for a little bit? Would it kill you? You know, no, that shit would be nuts. That would be like a lifetime movie. And so similarly, you know, uh, and of course I'm hyperbolizing, but, but, you know, similarly, if your wife is like, you know, 45, 50 years old, or 40 years old, or fucking 35 years old, if you met her when you were, you know, 20, the comparison point in your memory, it isn't about just about her feelings toward you have changed or anything like that. She's changed as a person. She may be twice the age she was when you first met her. She's not going to be all bounding around, enthusiastic and excited like a, like a puppy, you know, or like a young child in our continued comparison. She's just not. And that makes you remember that you are old too, you know, that you are her age and that you are not a young guy that's on the cusp of life the way that a woman feels when she's walking around with a baby. It's all potential. I think is how a man feels when he's got this new hot relationship, this new woman on his arm. She's adoring to him. She's devoted to him. She's looking at him like he's a million bucks. You know, it's it's very similar if you think about it. And if you feel bad for her, but yet you would never think that like your kids should somehow act younger and disingenuously, um, you know, enthusiastic and different and fake in order to assuage her fear of them getting older and concurrent fear of her own, you know, identity shifting into a midlife woman versus a mother of young kids, then perhaps it's similarly something that you would have to reckon with yourself to get more accepting of the process of aging into this midlife guy who has a midlife partner who may love you. And certainly this, I'm not saying that she totally gets out of having sex with you. I've never said that before. I'm not going to say it now, you know, but what I do see is that some guys, even if she's still having sex, even if she's even trying to do some fun things, you know, there are still some guys where they're, they, And they may really appreciate it even, but they are uh, almost obsessively ruminative about their, like the stage of life just being so different and that she's not as enthusiastic and is she even trying, you know, as, as though of course, of course she's fucking trying, like that's like a good thing, but like that she has to try to get in the mood is upsetting to them. And the healthier guys of these guys... I mean, these guys overall can tend toward being a bit depressed and negative, but the healthier ones will recognize that it's unfair and that their wife is really doing what their wife can do. They're like, well, shit, you know, she's having sex with me once or twice a week. She has zero sex drive. She's being loving. She smiles at me. She she is a nice person overall. People love her. She is kind, you know, but honestly, I am just struggling with the fact that you know, like we just aren't at that stage anymore. And that's what the healthier guys in this can, in this stage can feel and think the, the less than healthy ones feel just very 
um, thwarted and very cheated by life and by fate and they take it out on the woman and they try to make her dress different and sexier all the time and say different and sexier things and just really be somebody that she's not and that she never was probably even at the beginning and they just can't let it go you know they don't see progress when there is you know, sexual frequency uptick or anything. And instead, it's just all about kind of that it's not enough. There are guys like that. You know, there's not a lot of them, but there are guys like that that just can't get over that the tone has shifted. And the tone has shifted the same as a teenage boy's tone shifts saying, I love you, mom, instead of a five-year-old boy that says, I love you, mommy, and runs in with like a, you know, bouquet of wildflowers, you know, like from the yard. And then there's like the teenage boy who's like, hi, ma, and goes to his room. And like that kid should not be castigated, of course, for changing, nor should the woman be castigated for changing when she isn't, you know, constantly thinking about romance or really ever thinking about romance for some women because she's just biologically and evolutionarily different and she's trying her best to still be a partner. But is she really getting blamed for something that is, you know, just a, a, a change of life? that then makes the man realize so much that he himself is at a different stage of life that he doesn't necessarily want to be at. So it's an interesting thought experiment to um, think about really who is it that you're mad at. Sometimes you're just mad at fate, you know, and, and age and life and yourself, you know, not that it's useful to be mad at yourself for aging, but, you know, some guys are also reckoning with that they feel they didn't do enough in their life, you know, that's really what is motivating behind this midlife crisis, quote unquote, and I have podcasts on that as well. Um, you know, a lot of guys, again, who are late bloomers, I've done podcasts and posts about that, are particularly upset that their wives are are kind of aging and not young, super enthusiastic, super sexual entities because it makes them feel like they really missed out themselves and that they made poor decisions not to sleep with more women or get more experience under their belt when they were younger men. So what this podcast is designed to do is just as usual to evoke self-reflection and to help you to be more fair and objective when assessing your relationship and the different, you know, weights of, of the different inputs into the equation of your unhappiness, right? All right, um, I, I hope you got something out of this and uh, next one will probably be subscribers. So make sure to subscribe and I'll talk to y'all soon. Have a great day, guys.